0: Welcome, everyone. My name is Vida, and this is Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast, a podcast where we discuss current news and developments happening in the cricket world with a special focus on Sri Lanka cricket. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host Sohan. How are you doing, Bora?
1: Doing good, Vida. Excited to be back to do another episode.
0: Yeah, we did an interview episode with Mark Machado, who is the host of Morally End podcast. We discussed what's been happening at Yorkshire Cricket Club racism scandal, and we had lots of good feedback about that episode. It was a very informative episode, and uh, we learned a lot from that episode. I'm sure you will too. If you can go back and listen to that, you will learn what's been happening in the county cricket system over the years. Today, we are switching back to T20 Cricket World Cup. Uh, It's at the semi-finals stage and Sri Lanka had to leave early because we didn't make to the semi-finals. And we'll talk about Lanka Premier League draft, which is gonna happen uh, on the 9th of November. And um, Sri Lanka test cricket team gonna face West Indies in a home test series. And Australia plans to travel to Pakistan after 24 long years. There's a lot more to talk about. There's a few fan questions as well, so where should we start today, Bora?
1: Um, I think let's start with the exciting, um, I guess, the series for the Sri Lankans out in the World Cup campaign. I know we didn't get through to the final four, but nonetheless, I think a strong performance off the back of the last few um, years in T Twenty cricket. So. Uh, I think that's a good way to start the program and then um, move the shift towards the rest of the teams that have qualified. You know we predominantly we have been talking about uh, Sri Lanka in the T20 phase of the World Cup. We'd love to discuss. The remaining four teams who have made it. Um, yeah, let's kick off with Sri Lanka's performance. With a, we said at the start, we were very excited coming from the group stages or coming in from qualifying on to the group stages. We started really strong against Bangladesh, but we were missing the important stages and that resulted in us losing by close margins. But heading back on that plane, the boys back, would have been proud of what they did.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was listening to Eon Morgan's comment last night and he mentioned that the toughest game they faced in, in the group stage was against Sri Lanka. So that speaks volumes wow. of how far our T20 team has come from where we were a few months back credit should go to all the players who put in the hard work and the coaching staff the selectors um, and importantly the fans who stuck behind them Um, looking at the performances I know you like your stats do you want to rank them in order um, if you are to rank our player performances uh, who will top your list
1: yeah, that's a good one. Um, talking about the players, I think um, ranking wise, a standout person to me is Charit Asalanka from the fact that he came in through the uh, middle stages of the tournament where he managed to get into the 11 mm. and the strong performances he put in. For me, he would be the standout player. Uh, Vanindu Hasaranga again. Um, we knew what was coming through with him with the performance he's been put in so it was almost it was a known that he'll he'll have a strong t20 World Cup so for me the standout if it were to rank the first three players from the sri lankan camp i'll go Aslanca one asaranga two three and four probably uh, i think three would be patum Nissanka. Mm. Uh, and the rest, I think the next year would had a close ranking to each other. I would have loved to see him as a performance, strong performer would have been Avishka. I think um, rankings-wise, he, he dropped uh, a bit. I mean, he was a strong contender coming into the tournament. Yeah. So he couldn't keep up with the stats there. So for me, Asalanka is a standout player.
0: Yeah, no, I just put on there. I mean, that that's that's you covered the batsman there, isn't it? So I'll yeah. I'll go down the rankings and I'll um I'll pick my our two fast bowlers. You know, they went for a few runs in the last couple of games, but you know, they were consistently clocking. 140 plus you know that's very promising for future i mean we talked about this throughout the group stages it's very rare to have two bowlers bowling 140 plus and um, we will be playing a t20 world cup here in australia next summer you know if they keep fit they will be very handy over here and um, the other guy is Mah- matish the he He didn't take many wickets, but he kept things tight. He did what he had to do uh, in those power play overs. Unfortunately, he got injured and don't know whether that played a part, you know, lack of wickets in the last couple of games. But overall, uh, for a guy who came into the side a couple of months ago and playing in a World Cup, he has done really well. We are leaving the World Cup, identifying at least eight, seven, eight players where we can build a team for the next World Cup, isn't it, Bara?
1: Yeah, I think going into Australia for the next World Cup challenge, we have the base set up now um, with with a core group of players who we identified in the short format, T20 cricket, who are holding strong. There was a lovely tribute which um, Freddie Wilde put through on Twitter where he's saying... Um, this is uh, when the Sri Lankans were playing the West Indies. It's like they've seen an end of an era with the West Indies uh, cricket. I mean, the Bravos, the Gales coming to an end. But then also, he says, we are seeing uh, some vibrant talent in the likes of Asaranga, Asalanka, Thikshana, Rajapaks, and Chamira. So, mm. um, that's a very strong... I love reading that comment in the morning when I saw that it felt good for as a Sri Lankan to read. Yes, it seems like we've turned the table slightly. It's been so, a while. It's been it's a while. Been a while. <laughs> yeah.
0: We've seen something like that about our players. Yeah.
1: So, but I think the challenge for the camp is how do we keep that momentum going? Um, what we've identified as certain... Aspects I know um, there's a silent figure which goes unnoticed and also gets criticized slightly in uh, in the uh, when it comes to Dasun Shanaka because I uh, feel we don't see the performance as much from Dasun, but as a leader he seems to be getting the best out of the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. He might not be highlighting himself, but it also is in a good way. That means he's getting the best out of five six players whereas you don't want a captain who's performing strongly but he can't get the best out of the lot and get a result so there are certain leadership styles and I think Dasun's found a small I think he he manages to get the best out of the players again Dasun bats in a number where you're not getting as highlighted because the top order or the rest of the guys are doing it so you're not I mean you get found out when we are really struggling but I think we need to stick with him for for uh, for the next few years, um, mm-hmm. because the players are playing around him. You could see um, mm-hmm. that there is a strong bond between the players. That's something uh, I've noticed. I think with uh, I think something we can discuss is we've got Dasun in the camp. Then you have Chamika as well. So at times you feel like okay. We, are we seeing the best of both of them or they both are, seem to be uh, bringing each other down or is that there's something that we don't see, like you've heard, why isn't Chamika bowling his four overs so or why isn't mm. Dasun bowling more overs So mm. when it comes to the, the batting, how come Chamika is batting so low or, you know, those conversations that seems to be happening. What are your views with the, like with Dasun and Chamika in the same team? Does it somehow, are we getting, like, how can we manage it better, you reckon?
0: First of all, Dasun has done a, done a really good job captaining this side. You know, well, I said it before, this was a job no one wanted to take and... You know, yeah. now we are talking about winning games and winning winning World Cups. I mean, we were not even thinking about that a couple of months ago. So credit to him getting this group together and play as a group. And they, most importantly, they improved. You know, I had coaches telling me, uh, growing up, you know, you, you improve, then try to start from there next time you train, like rather than going back to where you were. So they've done that. And sometimes it's very hard to fit in a similar type of players in, into a team. This happened to West Indies a few years back. They had three, four uh, fast bowling all-rounders. You can't, they're world-class players, but they can't fit everyone into that team. Like when Darren Sammy was the captain, he was not the best um, bowling or batting all round in that team. They had Pollard in there. They had Dwayne Bravo and Andrew Russell as well so that's four guys trying to fit those four guys into a team it's very hard so I think at the moment yes sometimes you feel like Charmik has been underutilized but at the moment what he can do is get his bowling game perfect he's been trusted with the new ball so make sure you get that first six balls 12 balls right but with Dasun I think he'll have to think about his batting more than bowling you know I don't See him bowling four overs. We'll, we'll use him for a couple of overs and he'll have to play as a batsman in the team. I mean, England had the same problem for a few years now. You know, Morgan, he's not always in the runs, but the team wins. Sometimes, you know, if you're doing your job as a cap- captain, you know, that's valuable than making 30, 30, 40 runs. I mean, that's that's what I feel, Farah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, exactly right. I think... Um... Chamika, it's good that he's creating this pressure or this discussion being taken up where he feels can we get Chamika to either bat one uh, number up or when it comes to can he get him extra over. What if we exactly that same words as a coaching group will use on Chamika, okay, I know you're putting in your efforts there, but we need you to be a bit more clinical at the top. So if like the first... 12 balls or Mm. first six balls that he set up, if he puts in a strong performance, he pretty much asks that extra over from Dasun Mm. in the third over. So it takes the pressure off Dasun, which we've seen. Dasun's more than happy to give the he's not a guy where I've got to bowl my overs. He's more than happy Yep, he knows what's best for the team Mm. and we've heard it. We've heard it a lot that Dasun doesn't bowl as much as we'd like and that's because he feels we've got it under control. So, he'll more than likely say, yep, you're you're on top. Here's the third over. Mm. Um, and being a part-timer in T20 cricket, getting aside that one over is also a good win. If he bowls that one over for five runs, it's a good way to finish rather than say, I've bowled one over five. Let's try to go for the second over and go for, you know, 11 Runs in that yeah. over and then runs. Your two yeah. overs for 15, 17 runs. So it kind of takes that shine away. So in a, we talk about that part-time is bowling five overs in 50 over cricket. So it's almost that two over spell in um in T20 cricket. So um <clears throat> that's something that's a good headache for our camp to have. Dasun looks more the better better. We've seen how strong a hitter he is in Mm -hmm. the back end. At one stage, he was one of the guys, even in the last three years or so, that of the first three balls that he faced, he can hit a boundary or Mm -hmm. is most likely to hit a boundary. That's what you need from a batter coming in from that number six onwards. I know we we don't have a lot of... um, Numbers, we can't go by the runs they score, but if we can uh, get the number of boundaries they're able to hit of a certain amount of balls, that's what teams look for. Um, and yeah. like even Asalanka has that where he can kick off very soon from the at the top. His strike rates are very fast. That's where I feel that's the attraction for uh, Charita Asalanka at this stage, that performance that... He's off the mark very fast and he kicks off really quickly. Um, those are the things I see. Um, again, we've seen in the news, a um, um, bit uncertain about Mickey Arthur. what's happening out there. With, yeah. I think with his contract nearing the end, what um, is up for it, whether it will be extended or we might see a new coach there. So we'll we'll hear more of that news. But overall, to wrap up Sri Lanka's performance, pretty good result. The number one thing I'm still like to say out is they've brought the public to love watching the game again. This yeah. group, I think that's a massive one that they've achieved for for Sri Lanka cricket overall.
0: No, no, they've they've done really well. There will be more opportunities for a few players to come in as well. Like. Uh, we have a core group of players, but there will be opportunities for other players to come in. We'll talk a bit about Lankan Premier League uh, later. The players who will perform in that tournament will get a look in because there is a couple of spots to be taken in this T20 team, especially. Um, let's move on to the semi semifinals. Ora. Now, England versus New Zealand, Australia versus Pakistan. Um when you look at the 12 teams participated in this tournament, arguably, they, they're, they're the best four teams, isn't it? So, India knocked out, which was... A yeah, got knocked
1: out with a game to go.
0: Game to go, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Easy um, game too.
1: They're being played today. Um, the four teams, rightly, I mean, strong teams going in. Um, we, I think India... Unlucky to miss out, or uh, mm-hmm. not unlucky? I think they were outplayed in the two games that they had to win, because we were talking about one group having packed with, you know, the stronger teams, which Sri Lanka fell under yeah. with the uh, and South also, Africa, yeah, and uh, yeah. coming into that group where every win was uh, not every win. I mean, each team was fighting for it, so you could make up with points, whereas. India, New Zealand, Pakistan, Afghanistan was in a group where um, it's very hard to drop points against a strong team because everyone else, they're not going to be many upsets in that group. So, India just couldn't make it. Yeah, coming back to South Africa, be one of the first tournaments they're out of the tournament without actually choking on a game. So, um, yeah. Unlucky for them. I think they've put in some. They put in a really strong performance there. Australia silently came through. Um, I don't think many gave them a chance, but they've managed to turn it around. Um, David Warner seems to have turned the tide, getting those runs through. Mm. He's been strong, Um, and New Zealand and um, uh, the other team to make it in.
0: You you're right about. Australia, but I think they're peaking at the right time. Uh, Warner is getting runs. Mitch Mas is getting runs, and uh, their spinners are bowling well. I was backing England to win this tournament, and with injury worries to the England camp, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Australia have outside chance uh, if they can upset Pakistan in the semi-final. They know how to win World Cup. So if they make it to the final, I won't be surprised because they're, they're peaking at the right time.
1: Front runners are um, England, Pakistan, very strong, very strongly in front. I mm. mean, Pakistan have won five out of five, but the thing is you're bound to lose a game, but if you don't want that game to be around the corner now. That's where...
0: Pakistan... They have won 16 games in UAE. 16 yeah, okay. games in a row. So <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. I want them to win, but
1: but there's a game around the corner. Yeah, feel, oh they're, no. <laughs> yeah they're almost playing they're playing perfect cricket, and with this is not the Pakistan we are used to see. They yeah. used to see uncertain Pakistan games being played. So they play in Australia in the semifinal again, strong um, right-hand to- top order for Pakistan, especially with Baba Azam and Mohamed um, Rizwan, the wicketkeeper, has been, I mean, he when he, when he gets going, he is a, he's good to watch. Um, yeah, so Mitchell Stark will come into the picture with his in-swingers, whether he'll be able to knock that uh, stumps or blow the front leg out and Hazelwood. So far, Pat Cummins has been under the radar. So again, it's uh, coming to the stages where one player is. You need that player to step up. So whether it's Pat Cummins for Australia hmm. and um, with Pakistan, they seem to be finding a match win every time they play five different. Yeah. matches. So um, again, oh, it, Harry.
0: When you look at the man of the match performances in in the games they played, it's all it's all been Pakistan players. But Baba Rassam that- hasn't won a man of the match yet, so he's yeah. a batsman. So I don't know, maybe he's saving himself for the semifinals and the finals. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, what yeah. are your thoughts about uh, England and New Zealand? I mean, New Zealand has a very experienced team, and you know they're very good in the field, and yeah. uh, you know they have two good spinners. For a, for a nation of 5 million people they and cricket is not even their you know favorite sport and you know they achieve great heights in world cricket so you know they, just like sri lanka in 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 the 2000s you know they they make the semifinals and the finals of of the world event every time
1: yeah oh new zealand 100% i was backing them at the start itself i kind of felt like They've got that strong group of players who played together. Yeah. Um, like with the bowling, you have. Uh, I mean, Lockie Ferguson got injured, but I think it was a. It's a blessing in disguise for um, New Zealand because they yeah. got Adam Milnein, Trent Ball, Tim Saudi, and then uh, Saudi and right. so they've got this group have been playing right along um, with batting. The best sound I'm hearing of the bat these days is Martin Guptils. Oh. Um, people think, oh, how can you know if it's a good bat? Or, you know, you've seen the batters uh, knock on bats just yeah. to see what sweet Where Everyone listen, listening in the games, it, oh, it's perfect. I was just <laughs> listening in, That's music for my ears and it's a clear difference the way he's batting. But what helped uh, New Zealand is they have a strong group of players as well that are getting through. So, mm. they'll be very strong contenders playing against an England team, which is um, mm. getting through the wars in terms of their players. Um, we've seen Timah Mills uh, ruled out of the tournament. Jason Roy, again, most likely won't play. Uh, I'm not no, sure I if they has yeah. Um, out. The thing, what it happens is, it um, Jason Roy is a key figure in this team that they're playing in. So, um, in the last World Cup, uh, England won it uh, on the back of when Jason Roy came out of back from injury. They taped him up and somehow got him to play yeah, the last. Yeah. Four games they lost the plot in between. That's when um, Sri Lanka beat England, uh, as well as they dropped a few points in that middle stages, but. That's the effect Jason Roy has on this team. And now him um, almost being ruled out of this uh, last or the semifinal means Johnny Baxter will move up the order. Hmm. And so there's a lot of shuffling in between the batting orders and players, new players coming in. So
0: not ideal be, coming not into the final not ideal.
1: Yeah, might be the one... Um, Kane Williamson is looking for. I know he's uh, too nice of a guy. They always seem to be, you know, how the Kiwis are. They play cricket. They play the proper way, I think. But we just need them to just get angry a bit coming into the semifinals or finals, you know, just be, show that bit of grit or just show that disappointment. They have always like with Kane Williamson, you like shrug it off and play. But, but they're setting up well. For me, New Zealand, ah, that's wrong. But that... Mature group of players who played together. So I hope they win it. I think they deserve a trophy for that mm. uh, group of players, like yeah. Mahel and Sangha managed to get it in the 2014 World Cup for, to show off the with Dilshan. This group of players also, I think their time's almost there to show some a, a trophy for a collective effort they've been in a team, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's how I see it. Uh, Pakistan, we know off of the back of what has been happening in the country, with teams not uh, um, touring out there, they'll want this win, World Cup mm-hmm. win for the country. We know the feeling as Sri Lankans win 1996 when um, back in the time when yeah, player teams and
0: West Indies uh, didn't, didn't out travel. Yeah,
1: when we won it, we kind of yes, we did it, and we could you yeah. could see change. So. I'm guessing Pakistan would be looking out for that as well. So, by the way, I think there's a deserving winner this World Cup or which team pulls up. We know there's a cause behind it. So, let's keep our fingers crossed on to the games. Um, A good topic for us, Vida, to move in with Pakistan. Our team's not uh, traveling out there. There's the announcement Australia has put up their hands travel out there um next year so 2022 australia is hoping to tour to pakistan and play cricket up there which is massive for international cricket
0: yeah i mean australian team hasn't toured pakistan since 1998 so that's 24 years so they're going to play three test matches and three one bears and a t20 they'll yeah they'll be playing in car- Karachi, Rawalpindi, and Lahore. It'll be three venues. they can going to travel there in March, March, April. But things can change. But I hope not because this is massive for Pakistan fans. You know, they've been waiting for international teams to come to Pakistan for a long time, and you know, after a few heartbreaks, this is really good news. And uh, I hope they will go ahead with the tour. And it's three three test matches as well, so it's not like uh, a quick one day and T20 tour. So it, it's, it's a proper time. proper tour.
1: Yeah, it's pretty exciting news. And like you say, hope things progress well so that the players and the camp uh, within Australia comfortable to tour out to Pakistan. That's uh, international cricket for Australia moving forward from a Sri Lankan point of view with the World Cup ending now. For us, immediate cricket is the LPL drafts happening. I think the LPL drafts scheduled for the 9th of November. It's been rescheduled because yeah. the, la- the, the date they had before was on Diwali Day where some of the franchise owners had... Yeah. Uh, um, needed the holiday to um, or to celebrate the festive day um, so if it's been rescheduled to the 9th uh, November so there'll be a lot of interest to see who are the marquee players that are been un- uh, unre- released for the tournament who are the international players who will be playing as well as a lot of uh, mood to see who are the uh, what are the Scots going to be looking like um, so we'll discuss more about the LPL uh, with that, but just a quick one in between. I've seen West Indies uh, land in uh, Sri Lanka, so the test teams setting up for series there.
0: I'm trying to find the two itinerary. I'm sure it's two test matches. Okay. And the West Indies team is already uh, arrived in Sri Lanka. Yeah, the both both test matches scheduled to play in goal pura, which is a good hunting ground. Uh, Sri Lanka over the years?
1: Good hunting ground. The immediate thoughts that are coming to my head is who will be the all spinner playing for Sri Lanka? Um, I think um, the left-arm spinner most likely will be um, between Ambul Denia and uh, Praveen Jai Vikram mm. as well because he had, uh, he was back off the back of a strong team. Again, depends how uh, I'm sure Lassit might be fit now of his injuries that he's had so mm-hmm. it'll be exciting to see who the who grabbed the second because in goal you'll either play three spinners but or two spinners definitely two spinners and all-round spinner so if Dananjay is playing he'll play the all-round spinner I don't see a reason why he won't be in this uh, test eleven, even though he didn't may, play the T20 circuit who the second proper specialist spinner is we'll wait and see a strong performance being put in by Kamil Mishara. Um, yeah. He's got two scores up against the Pakistan A-team. I've seen him fall short, nervous 90s, got him twice. Um, twice, yeah. Yeah. So I think he'll make it into the squad. I, at least if I was a select, I'll reward him to be in that squad uh, to see that transition through. Mm. Um We'll see more of the squads uh, being announced and a uh, good, uh, good couple of games to watch in international cricket, test cricket back in Sri Lanka. With the LPL, coming back to the LPL, any thoughts, any players you'd like to see, with in this camp or... What what are your thoughts overall?
0: Looking at, you know, looking at our T20 team, I mean, <clears> as, <throat> I, as I said before, there's few spots to be taken. So I don't know whether Dick Kusamendis, and Danushka Gunatilak can play in this tournament. I'm not sure whether by that time they will be out of their ban period. But mm. for someone like Dick Quella, I think this will be a very good opportunity to come back into the team because KGP behind the wickets is not the best option at the moment. So there is an opening there and there is an opening for a left-arm spinner in the team as well, isn't it, Bora? Especially yeah. if you are an all-rounder. So someone like Kamindu uh, Mendes with, a, with, with good performances... Uh, you know, he'll push for a spot in there. Other than that, fast bowling camp looks really good. Anyone else? Um, That's all I can think of.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, off the back of... If you're talking about test cricket, I think Chari Tasalanka might put his hand up off the back of um the performance he's put mm-hmm. in. Um, in Sri Lanka, we generally do pick strong performers in the other format to follow on to another format. Um, we don't specialize players as such, so I think I think he'll uh, might get a sneak in. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see who that all spinner is. There might be a player there we we haven't heard or is uh, who might spring up with the LPL. Some yeah, interesting spots up for grabs. Um, you rightly spoke about the three players who would be keen, I mean, to play able to participate in the tournament. I'm not sure what the domestic ban is, but am it might be
0: it was six months. So. In June.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm still a firm believer we should have allowed them to play domestic cricket because, um, yep, the international bands understand that, but we could have made use of their experience and their skills in the domestic circuits, Mm. um, the tournaments. So, like, I think there's the domestic one-day tournament being played. Those three should have been allowed to play those matches. That's something, like, we know they've done a mistake, but... It's not the end of the road for them. after a period, they're oh. gonna come, and they've—I mean—they've I mean, they've understood what uh, mistakes they've made, and having their skills helps a domestic circuit of players where where we feel there is a de- like there is less skills out there with players moving overseas. Um, mm-hmm. Not much players taking taking part in cricket as well. So mm-hmm. um, they sh- they should have been lot, but I think the times might. The bands would come through, um, so they'll be allowed to play. Maybe that's why um, marquee players haven't been un, uh, untold yet. So you never really? know if, if one of them are a marquee player for one of the franchises because they were in the past. So, yeah, um, that's something to see. Uh, could be the LPL this year, could be a small transition phase for some of the players. We might, because um, there are very The spots are very tight, so there might be some strong domestic players who might not make it this round. So it Mm. might be a transition as well. So those are the things we might see. From an international point of view, I think Shoid Malik's coming back, which is a very strong sign. He is a T20 legend who we want to see. Chris Gale did um, initially put his uh, hand up to travel out to Sri Lanka. Faf, the man, he's coming in, which is, I mean, he's a good player to have, a good, strong leader that um, Mm. off the back of his knowledge will learn. It'll
0: be a very good tournament. This is what happens when you play tournaments back-to-back. This is why we have to play this every year. Continuity is, is the way to go. Um, I think we should wrap this up soon. If we can move on to a couple of fan questions, we can wrap it up, isn't it, Bora?
1: Yeah, sounds good. With that, let's
0: go yeah. for it. Got an email from Mihin Migastenia. He's from Brisbane. I'll read it out. He goes, Hello, boys, love the podcast and keep up the great work. With Hasaranga's great form and potential, how long do you think it will be until he sec- secures a Milo sponsorship? Cheers, it's Mihin from Brisbane. <laughs> I think he's talking about you know the Milo drink uh, sponsorship by Angelo Matthews and them did, did I the I think pass. he'll
1: do the Milo stint for charity and he'll sign up on a um, IPL team and not worry about local sponsorships. He'll do it <laughs> <for> free. <laughs> That's how much of our hot property he is at the moment, um, mm. and rightly so. I mean, it's just more jokingly we say Milo's I mean, Mahindas. Um, <laughs> Said it, like yeah, sponsor. Yeah. We, you will see Hasaranga's face around a lot of billboards in Sri Lanka. That's for sure. So, yeah,
0: um, years to come.
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, it's a back on what he's been performing. We knew, like, we Sri Lanka was uh, playing against South Africa was the number two bowler, and we knew the number one bowler was around the corner, and he just got it through in the World Cup with the hat trick wickets that he's taken. Mm performance we've just got to give him more avenues to perform he is uh, he is on top of his form confidence is high let's support him give him that let him make the change so that's good yeah. to see
0: we got another one from sunet from goal yeah Um, this was sent to us through twitter have you seen that uh, photo the ssc coach has put out uh, three boys turning up to play for ssc so he wants, he's talking about that. He goes, thoughts on three SEC boys turning up to play after returning to Sri Lanka at 1.30 a.m. So I'll, I'll give you the backstory. Um, so Sri Lankan cricket team, they, they returned to Sri, uh, Sri Lanka at <coughs> 1.30 a.m. And these three boys, uh, Avishka, Dasun, and... Uh, who's the other guy? Charit. Charita Asalanka, they they turned up to Pisara Stadium to play for SSC at 8:30 in the morning. So Kandami, the coach of SSC, has put it out. That's pretty good commitment from the boys, isn't it, Bora?
1: This is more jokingly, Kanda might be relieved to have those boys in the SSC camp <laughs> <laughs> off the back of the results they're there. Have you, yeah. uh, good to see that commitment, them coming off straight off the plane. Brought back memories of Dilshan um, when Dilshan was captain. In So I was playing for M.A.S. This is of the mercantile tournaments in Sri Lanka. M.A.S. Mm. Uh, versus, uh, so M.A.S. Unichilla is the company I used to, we used to work for and I played play with I You played a couple of mercantile games against us as well. Yeah, yeah. was um, like the
0: Sri played. Lanka team. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a strong team. I was the only guy who didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had um, M.A.S. versus M.A.S. active. So, uh, same big group match. of is a big match. So, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a one-day tournament in the UAE. Um, yes. On the plane, it was, I think, four, five M.A.S. players for Unicella and another three or two players for M.A.S. active. All on the hopped on the plane, came up to play the mercantile game. That's the commitment they mm. had. They said, ah, we, we're coming for this game. They want to play. Um, so that, that's what I felt. And the, over the time, we've had, like in the past, Dilshan, I know he again, I'm falling back into mercantile cricket because of he was in the team that I was playing in as well and then I had first-hand experience of what I saw mm. uh, this was I think 2010 11 around that time where Dilshan played with a broken finger so yeah. he played a mercantile game. I think it's of a mercantile game or of a international game where he had a broken finger and then he played he, the physios everyone was saying nah he can't play but he said this is what I need to do. This is my game. Uh, this uh, this is what I need to perform, and I need to go out and play for my company. Uh, this yeah. is what I get paid to do. So again, amidst everyone saying no, he strapped on, uh, put his uh, gloves on, went and batted. I, I think he scored a hundred that game, but that's a great story. But um, there are numerous occasions where players have come in. I don't oh, think yeah. reluctant players will. I don't think any. Sri Lankan cricketer would would try to keep away um, as much i mean everyone likes to play a game of cricket
0: i might disagree with you cuz
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes. no you're right like you know we, over the past you know that that's has been happening but for a few years especially after ipl we didn't see some of some players turning up for to play for their respective clubs. So, but yeah. I, you know, I played a lot of cricket at SSC and NCC. Um, all the national cricketers who played for those clubs, there I heard stories of Arjun and Antunga doing the same, coming straight from the airport to play the game. So, you know, this is what we like to see: um, more national cricketers playing domestic domestic tournaments. The standard of the tournament goes up. So that's what we need.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And Dasun, again, another, I think, could be led by Dasun. I mean, he sits a strong uh, example. If he says, yep, I'm going for the game, everyone else can't say anything. And I think it's it it. down to almost all the other teams getting yeah. some, most of the players come in. A quick one with Dasun, again, something I really admired was, I mean, Sri Lanka cricket was at its lowest, I mean, when Dasun was appointed captain going into the Indian series, we had no chance, right? And then to see Dasun go have a chat with Rahul Dravid, who was the captain, you know, take out everything. You're the Sri Lankan captain. I shouldn't be going and speaking to other teams. So, Because that's some of what we, what some think, okay, why do we have to, you know, I know we are struggling, but probably don't show it in the media. He was like, look, no hiding the facts. We are down and dump. We need yeah. all the help can. I'm going to go and ask this guy, how can you help us get better? And so that's where I saw the title where you're thinking, this is a guy who's finding. I know he's trying to reach out for all the um, experts out there in the field, but if someone can, opposition also can, Give me some bit of advice how to turn it around for this team. I'm willing to take it. And he did that. I think that was very good to see. And we are seeing the results now with the crew having that learning culture within them. Um, yeah. We do one more. Yeah, one more.
0: Yeah, one Go for more. It. This one's from Ananda from Dehiwala. He's asking Should we keep Miki Arthur for another couple of years or should we get a local coach?
1: Time's up, Miki.
0: Oh, you're sending <laughs>
1: you away. <laughs> Come on. We did the hard part.
0: Now you're sending away.
1: Yeah. I think it's a good topic, Vida. You and I are sitting on both sides of the fence. Um, yeah. I'll probably give... Say thank you, Mickey. You've done a good job with the team. <laughs> let us take over and uh, let us move forward. Is how I see it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's my honest opinion, Vida. I think you're on the other side, which...
0: Now, no, no. The uh, way I see it, like, you know, he's, um, he's done the hard part. You know, last six months, he's done the hard part. So, and if we get a new coach, it might take a few months for him to get used to the team and uh, the system. That's my only worry. So, Mickey has done a really good job. But <clears throat> when you look at the coaches going around in the, in the international circuit, well, look at Tom Moody. You know, he he came with uh, Trevor Penny as the fielding and assistant coach. They they come as a group. So so if we are going to a new coach, I think we should bring in a group of uh, group like that. So they they understand each other rather than bringing in a coach and get him to um, get to know the supporting staff we have at the moment. You know, it, it might take a couple of months. For him to get used to that system. That's my only worry.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very valid point, are you saying? Because he's got to build time with his support staff to trickle that down to the players. Again, the the local coaches we've had in the second string, they've been around for a while. So Mm -hmm. they are used to a certain method. So they probably need enough time to turn it around as well. With Mickey has so far, or with his team that he's led these, the changes as he's been making, are we seeing the results we want to a certain extent? Yes. Are we, is that something you want to go bank on and give another term thinking, yes, we've turned the corner or will it backfire? Do we run another three years to see whether at the end of three years, we are going to see results or will it be at the start? So that's that unknown, which probably the people who need to make the decisions are thinking at this stage. That's why there's that uncertainty that Mickey hasn't yeah. heard. He hasn't signed. So there's a lot of toss-ups between the positives and the negatives. Between in hindsight, for Sri Lanka cricket, it could be um, at, at least in the shorter format. We should have that change going, but I agree I'm, with you with that. I'm yes. not sure whether Mickey, the contracts we sign with the coaches, whether he'll be comfortable to be a you know one format coach or what's the setup. But I think um, he's already slowly committed on a county deal as well. I think yeah, that's something that. that's in the news as well. So. Is probably, which is fair enough. He'd want to know what where, if his contract ends after a certain period, he'll need to know what is out there, right? If mm. it's his profession, it's similar to any one of us. If we say our contract in the work, we are working, your contract ends in December, you probably start looking what's for out there for work after December and see to be able to, if you can secure some work out there, you'll do it. So yeah. I understand that with uh, his um, having a bit of a feel in the county circuit. From the Sri Lankans management or local coach, coming back to the question, the local coach, the question is the local coach is, yeah, who (laughs) and what in what capacity? The local coach is it more of a director of cricket or a man manager at the top, whereas you have your specialist coaches like your the Mickey Arthurs in a role, uh, or the specialist batting, uh, bowling, strength and conditioning, and as well as your fielding coach, that's that tier. So do you want someone you as your head coach and then one more person on top of it? Or the person who we are going to appoint is he capable of getting the best out of those support staff players? Um, that's, I mm-hmm. think, what they're talking Names, I don't know. It's Roshan Mahanama's name that is being tossed up at yeah. the moment.
0: Now we know. Uh,
1: yeah, that's another. Oh, his another name minute. is yeah.
0: something we can do. Another,
1: another topic to discuss with a long topic where we can discuss about the positives and the negatives of a coach instinct. But yeah, yeah, if we are reviewing Mikiat, I think we've let's review the then he's been working with Sri Lankan cricket, and mm. then decide what the next two years or three years we want Sri Lanka cricket to be with if Mickey Arthur is involved in it.
0: No, no, we'll 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 wait and see. We will we'll hear more in next few few days. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Please keep sending these uh, questions and comments. I mean, look what you have done. <laughs> we we are, what I and I we are arguing about things, and you know. That's what we do. We love talking cricket. Please send them in. Um, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. you send them to Sri Lankan cricket Podcast at gmail.com. We'll add all these links uh, in our show notes as well.
1: I think we've covered a lot in the show. Exciting to watch the last few games uh, being played out in the World Cup. Um, we'll hope to have another episode covering a bit of that and more of Sri Lanka's uh, developments with what will happen out there with uh, the cricket being played out. As we always say, listening to our podcast, give us those much-needed likes or ratings that we would help other listeners to listen in and yeah. help us get up the ranks a bit more.
0: We'll, we'll have another chat uh, after the semifinals and before the big final. Ora. Before that, who are you backing to win the semifinals?
1: <laughs> New Zealand, Pakistan okay
0: I'm gonna go New Zealand Australia sorry Pakistan
1: <laughs> you cut the ties with it <laughs> no, no. I'm not mad that's, I, that's actually half up... of our
0: audience <laughs> I think we lost half of our audience <laughs> I think so I
1: was just looking at uh, I was going through the sh- um, earlier episodes and I was, when we did the predictions I think I'm pretty happy we've got um, I think Sri Lanka was a very um emotional uh, one that we said will come through the last four mm. but England Pakistan and New Zealand made it so yeah. three out of four the four teams I've announced came through so not bad not a bad but not bad now let's see can New Zealand Pakistan make it to the finals
0: oh New Zealand Australia
1: oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Spot> on <laughs> That's gonna be All a massive. Right. That's gonna be a massive win, with a if Australia pulls it off. Oh,
0: they've
1: done it before in the big. Setting series. up, They're setting up, exactly right.
0: All right, let's wrap it up. We'll see you guys next time.
1: Cheers, guys. See you soon.